welcome to the Virtually Done podcast. My name is Gemma and I'm the founder of Virtually Done. The Virtually Done podcast is created as a space to start important conversations that are often overlooked and speak to women in business with amazing stories and even better advice. It makes me so happy that you're here listening and I would absolutely love for you to tag me on social media at Virtually Done and let me know what you think. My hope is that you're able to take something away from every single episode that you can action into your business and that you're able to gain an insight into the behind the scenes of what running a business is really like. So let's dive in. Today, I am joined by the fabulous Caitlin, who I feel like I've known for ages. We've worked together for a while. Um, so I'm really, really excited to get her on today because she's been on a, such a journey. And I think the people listening are probably seeing themselves in various parts of her journey. And I think sometimes it's just nice to know that where you are right now, like you can come out the other side or where you are, other people are going through similar things. Um, so anyway, we will dive into all that. But Caitlin, do you want to tell us who you are and what you do? Uh, yeah, I'd love to. Um, so my name is Caitlin, as you've already said, um, and I work at the moment as um, started off as a virtual assistant, went into copywriting, and I still do both those things. But I also run Creativity Co-working Club as well, um, which is um, basically like co-working, but with none of the actual work. So business owners come and they work on projects that they'd like to do, kind of like passion projects or projects that you know, they always want to do, but don't actually have time to do. So I make that space for people and I absolutely love doing it. And it's like really inspired, like where I'm going for my business and stuff. So yeah, I have, I wear many hats, but, um, but that's what I love about running my own business is I get to kind of pick and choose stuff and kind of follow, yeah, follow where I want to go and guess and kind of follow all the, cause you're a manifesting generator as well um mm -hmm. for, for any of those out there into human design <laughs> so I feel like that very much fits into my ethos of kind of like oh yeah let's let's give this and go and see what happens it's funny as you were saying that I was thinking god we're such manifesting generators <laughs> <laughs> I know we're right I'm an absolute textbook one it's not even funny <laughs> oh that's why we work so well together because you're like I've got this new idea and I'm like yeah same <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly oh I love you know that I love your co-working. I also love that you were like, it's co-working without the working. Um, you're just like co-creating together. I love it. Um, so can you tell everybody who doesn't know how that kind of transition came around? Because you were the handmade VA, is what you called yourself. And now you're offering these kind of like co-working sessions and your name on Instagram is now Caitlin the Creative. So can you talk us through like, where that came from like did you wake up one day and you were just like this isn't it I need to be doing something else was it gradual like give us a bit of backstory um it was basically like a bit of both I think it was very much my kind of business pivot if you like was very much inspired by the experiences I had of burnout last year um I think that was when we started working together first off um because I started doing VA work originally because I really wanted to do something that, like helped people. And I'd worked in like admin stuff for years and years. And I really like enjoyed the kind of like the problem solving and the supporting people and the just like, yeah, just like the helping like element of it was what I really loved. Um, but the problem was, is that I kind of, you know, I'm sure lots of people listening will relate to this, but kept saying yes to things and then I was fully booked very quickly which is obviously amazing um but not all of the work I was doing 
was completely aligned and it wasn't necessarily the stuff I always wanted to be doing um so I kind of hit that point of burnout and I was like oh my goodness I'm I'm think I've actually created something that I'm not a hundred percent behind anymore and I was but then I kind of wasn't um and I noticed that kind of when I started to pull back from my VA work slightly I noticed I was kind of bringing in like the clients I was bringing in were incredible and the type of work I was doing just kind of became more interesting but then I kind of also had that realization that maybe there was like something else that I should be doing um like I've touched on already I really love online business because I can wear two hats and it's you know and I get to pursue those like passions and stuff and creativity has always been something that I've been interested in it's always been like a kind of form of therapy for me and it was something I really wanted to share with people and it's what helped me during that tough time of burnout was kind of like nourishing myself by putting my mind on something else and using like like using my hands in a different way that wasn't just like scrolling on my phone or like writing emails or whatever and you get to have that really like amazing time away from things but you also like make something like really cool at the end of it as well um so my business change like did at the start I was like I don't really know why I'm so interested in pursuing this but as time went on I was like oh actually this makes perfect sense like I I know why I want to kind of move away and want to offer something different because I get to experience like the two sides of the business and also hopefully like helping people experience that as well I think having known you it makes total sense I think it's one of those things where like I'm sure some people would be like but Caitlin you've got this business it's working really well like why would you change that um but knowing you and knowing like how multi-passionate you are and how much you care about things outside of VA work Mm. I think it makes perfect sense um you mentioned getting to this point of like burnout how did you know that you were in that did you again was like that a gradual thing or was it like a sudden oh this is not how I meant to feel um I think it was like a little bit of both in some ways I think I definitely didn't go from like zero to 100 of burnout it happened like over a degree of time but I think when I realized it I was like oh my god what have I done I think I can't remember what it was I think there was a few days I kept having and I just remember feeling like so tired and so exhausted all the time and I think you always realize when you hit burnout like a bit too late I think and I just Mm -hmm. kept having days where I was like oh my god I'm so tired like I'm so exhausted like I don't know what's happening and um I had some time out from my business to have a minor operation at the end of last year and when I was having that time off I was like oh okay this is how it feels like this is how it feels to like have time off and I dread to think if I hadn't like needed that surgery I honestly like don't know like where I would be now like I dread to think Mm. it's interesting isn't it because we I don't know whether you relate to this but there are days where I just want to go 100 mile an hour and I'm like I can do anything give me all of the things like I think I'm like invincible and then there comes a point where I'm like oh how do I switch off like forgotten what rest is and I think you know, business does fluctuate. I know we've talked about this, like you have different seasons of the business where it's busy or where it's quiet, where you relax, where you're like full on. Um, But I think when you hit that burnout, it's quite often that point where people think, hang on a minute, 
this is not why I started my business. Something needs to change. So although it's like a horrible point to hit, I feel like it sometimes is that wake up call you need to change direction a little bit. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because I I found myself doing things of, um, you know, working from nine to five and not really thinking about why I was doing it. I think there's like a lot to be said for like corporate conditioning. um, Yeah things like that and I found that my days actually look were starting to look very similar to how they did when I was in traditional employment um and actually working a little bit more and I did kind of think oh hang on a second like I I started doing this because I wanted that freedom of being like oh you know if I want to go out for a few hours I can I don't have to like worry about like telling anybody and I don't have to like have annual leave checked past you know like an entire team of people to make sure we're not at the same time and you know etc etc um so yeah it was yeah it was that kind of realization I think of being like oh yeah like I agree with you I think my days definitely fluctuate like energy wise but I think it was like an overall feeling of oh my god like why am I doing this to myself so when okay so you're in this stage and you're like "Uh oh this is burnout what do you do then um well I think that was probably when we started working together I think actually so okay when, invest in Gemma <laughs> yeah exactly that's the message I want to pass on invest in Gemma <laughs> um but I because I think you know you can read all like the infographics on Instagram and all the business books and stuff like that but I think it's not until you kind of speak to somebody else sometimes that you kind of you know like I don't know devise a strategy or you kind of realize you know you tell someone something and then you're like oh wait why am I doing that that's absolutely ridiculous so Mm -hmm. I think like for me anyway investing was health investing in health is always something I've tried to do anyway because I think it does work um Mm -hmm. but yeah and I think it was just having like a second pair of eyes to kind of help me realize what my priorities actually were and actually to kind of just remind me that actually my business isn't going to break down if I start working less hours or you know if I say to a client look I don't think we're working very well let's you know and whatever um so yeah I think I think that's answered the question basically like I think having like a strategy in place of like and knowing what you need and what's like not helpful for you during those periods it can feel quite like counterintuitive I think because it's like you're already in this position where you're like sort of stuck between the business that you've currently got and the business that you want and you've realized that some change needs to happen but I think that inevitably comes with some concern around income because you're like okay well if I do change like what's that gonna mean for my money so then to also sort of slow down and invest in somebody I think in that moment can feel like logically the worst move um yeah that's absolutely how I felt yeah that's absolutely how I felt because I was like I think like I think people can definitely like you know do the things I'm talking about by themselves of course they can but I I definitely felt that pressure of oh my goodness if if I start saying goodbye to clients like my income's gonna go down and yeah this like you said like it's just not logical to like invest in anybody or to like have any help because you know I'm gonna be earning less money and you kind of go in that like vicious cycle really I was actually talking to my boyfriend about this just before we got on this call um and we were talking about the fact that 
when I had my VA business and I was kind of in that void between VA business and mentoring, I made that mean something about me because I didn't have, I, I had invested in coaches and stuff, but nobody who had actually told me that going from one thing to another and having that bit in the middle where you're a bit like, oh, I don't know what's next or I've outgrown something or something needs to change. I'd never heard anybody talk about that bit before and how uncomfortable it is. So I made it mean that I'd messed up or something was wrong with me or I'd failed. And because I'd made it such a big deal in my head, it took me so long to move. But like now in hindsight, I can see that actually it's very normal to get to those points where you've outgrown your business or something just isn't aligned anymore. And yeah. the best thing you can do is like keep moving. I think the worst thing you can do is just sit there and think, oh my God, I've done something wrong and this is the worst. Um, mm. Because I think you you go through it more than once as well, I would say. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. And like, I, I really felt like that as well. And it's funny, it's if I saw someone on social media or I knew a friend who was like, oh yeah, I'm thinking about doing this for my business because I don't think what I'm doing right now is working. You know, you wouldn't think twice of saying to them, oh my goodness, like good for you. Congratulations. Like I hope it goes really well. But when it comes down to yourself, like I definitely felt like that. I was like, well, no one talks about like that weird bit where you're kind of trying to figure out what you want to do and you know things looking like a bit messy and a bit kind of all over the place but yeah like you kind of feel like you've like fails like oh well I should know exactly what I'm doing because everyone else has everything like sorted out mm -hmm. and you kind of feel like you're like floating around in this middle bit where you're like do I speak to the client that I used to speak to do I speak to this mm. like new version of the ideal client I don't know what to do but actually I think now I look at it and I'm like I think we're all just kind of floating between what we're doing and what's next <laughs> Yeah, oh my God, 100%. Yeah, like that was like a massive realization for me is that like, you know, I'm not the only one feeling like this. Like we're all we're all just trying to figure stuff out and trying to, you know, like, yeah, do things that are more in alignment with the people that we are and the people that, you know, we're becoming and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, and that's the joy, isn't it, of being entrepreneurs. It's like most of us, we run businesses because we, for whatever reason, don't want the normal job. And I think if we had businesses that stayed the same for like 50 years and had no growth, we would probably get so bored we'd start another business anyway, because that's yeah. normally one of the reasons we left normal jobs. So it's like the very thing that we want is happening. And we're like, oh, no, I didn't want this bit. But actually, you kind of do, because otherwise you'd just be like, oh, I'm bored. It's been the same every day forever. Yeah. Yeah. And I've like learned like so much more about myself in the last like in the last few months of running my business, as opposed to like the first bit of running my business, because yeah, you've kind of had to learn all about yourself and what makes you tick and what you like and what you don't like all over again, which I think is like really valuable and really amazing. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think even just listening to you, like it's so obvious that the changes that you've made have been good for you. Like you can tell that you just feel in alignment with the decisions you've made, but I'm curious to know how you feel it was received so like by the people that were following you when you've kind of made that transition when you've changed your Instagram name like what's the feedback been like oh my god the feedback's been like amazing which like I I had that story for ages that I didn't think that like you know my audience or the people around me were like ready for me to change or like they'd find it confusing or this and that but actually like on high, you know, in hindsight, I'm like, oh, well, actually, it was me that wasn't ready to change. And it, and it was me that kind of felt like, yeah, all those weird trepidations and all those weird things that your brain says to you and all the 
weird stories you like elaborate stories you make up to kind of keep yourself safe because I know for me I the vast majority of my business friends I think they would be in the multi-passionate bracket a hundred percent um and they do talk about lots of different things and they you know they have shifted their businesses and done x y and z um but I think I really felt that fear of like being on brand or like you know staying on message and worrying that I was going to make things confusing when in actuality when I kind of was open about it and, my, and being myself and saying oh you know the Instagram name change thing I'd created into such a massive deal and when I did it, it was absolutely fine and everyone was like oh that's amazing like it fits you so much better like you know like yeah like the feedback was just really like overwhelming and positive everyone was just they could tell that was where I was moving and I think everyone like welcomed it with open arms which to be honest is kind of what you would hope and expect and what would probably happen anyway um yeah I think it's just the negative stuff a hundred percent was coming from me uh freaking out about you know gosh you've got to be perfect you've got to be on brand all the time when in actuality like people don't work like that and businesses don't work like that you've made such a good point there when you said like the fears that you had were actually things that you were feeling rather than people around you so that fear of like you know are my audience going to be ready for this transition it was actually nothing to do with your audience and they probably saw it coming before you did um and it probably felt like a natural next move for for them watching you but it was like a it was you who was worried about being ready for that transition and I think it's so hard sometimes as a business owner to recognize when our fears are actually about us rather than the things around us because a lot of the time we're by ourselves we don't have people reflecting those things back to us or if we do they want to be kind to us and they don't want to be like hey do you reckon that's just in your head <laughs> like they don't want to be horrible um but you can sometimes just get so in your own head can't you and make all these assumptions when you're just sat at home in your office all day by yourself yeah oh my god absolutely absolutely and I think yeah like I said like it's kind of those like weird stories that you make up that don't actually make any sense and then it like you get past them by kind of speaking them out loud sometimes and realizing how ridiculous they are and stuff but I think like you're definitely right I think being at home by yourself sometimes that's like the bad bit of it where you get into like the overthinking and the you know what am I making this mean like you know oh, this happened, so it must mean I'm terrible at my business, when in actuality, you know, yeah, you're kind of jumping to these, like, really weird conclusions. Yeah, and I've also been thinking a lot lately about, like, some of the things that I learned as a business owner in the early stages, like, you know, when they talk about you have to have, like, a low mid and a high ticket offer and everything has to be you can only sell one thing at one time everything has to be super simple so your audience don't get confused and I think I really battled with that because that's just not how I work. And then I think when I started to be more like me, it was going against the kind of business rules. And I felt like maybe that was wrong. And I think there's a bit of a battle there between the things that you're told you can and can't do by whoever and the things that you're actually pulled to do. Have you yeah. like, have you felt that? Oh my God. Yeah. Like a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like there, there have been things I've like created and thought about in my brain that I probably instantly wrote off as being, yeah, they don't fit into those business rules. Like you have to launch a certain way and your products have to look like this and you have to, 
you know, use these systems and you have to do things this way. And I think I'm like better now filtering through that noise. But yeah, for ages, I was, you'd see something on Instagram and have that instant doubt of, oh my God, well, I don't, I don't do things that way. Like I don't do this, you know, like I don't like being one-to-one with people yet I was thinking oh yeah maybe maybe I should do all this work that requires me to be one-to-one with people like all the time and I was like well no because I actually prefer being in group situations but you know you know how it is like you're told that you have to have yeah the lower ticket thing and you have to do one-to-one calls with people and all this but you know it's only it doesn't encompass like people and the fact we all have different things going on but yeah I still think there's like so much noise around it like so much I think it's gotten better in some ways and like worse in others I think you have to get so good don't you at like tuning out just what isn't serving you um like I had a previous client who had worked with a coach who had told her that she had to do one-to-one before she could do anything group and so that had literally been putting her off launching what she wanted to launch for like a year and I was like, who made that rule? <laughs> there are no rules. That's why we run our own business. Um, and I just think you've got to really lean into what lights you up. And sometimes you'll do something and it's like, actually, this just isn't it. This doesn't feel good. And at that point, that's where you decide this isn't for me. Maybe you try it again in future for sure. But I think forcing yourself to do something because it's the way it's meant to be or whatever else is going to be so much less effective than actually just following what lights you up because people can pick up on that energy and like for you for example I can tell when you're excited about your offers so other people are going to be able to tell as well yeah oh my gosh yeah like a hundred percent a hundred percent like I I'm in the middle of you know launching and creating a membership and I told myself for ages that I couldn't do it because you know this reason and that reason and all this but like you can tell like I've launched things in the past where I haven't 100% been behind the thing and like you can tell and then you go through that process where you don't maybe don't get people signing up and you kind of leap to oh well it must mean I'm crap and I'm terrible at business rather than oh maybe it didn't work because like it wasn't the thing for me actually and maybe like I need to be doing something else but yeah I think following what lights us up is like the absolute key I found that like when that happens and it's very cliche to say it but as soon as you like tune into that things like do become easier and like you know you do get more excited about things and you kind of yeah start following it it sounds a bit like woo woo and silly and cliche but I think it's like 100% true to be honest I feel like that leads us perfectly into talking about the kind of creative side of your business because Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of business owners they are very strategic um and it's very much like how can I make more money how can I get more clients how can I streamline this and so when you're talking about the creative side of things can you like tell us a bit about why you think that's so important for the people that are like but Caitlin I just want to make money (laughs) that's love the way you phrase that um (laughs) Because I think like in society, I think we're taught that you have to be like either creative or practical and you can't be both. Um, And that if you're a creative person, you're kind of like artsy fartsy. And, you know, I think people see it when they look at me a lot because like I've got pink hair, I've got tattoos, like I you know dress quite colourfully and stuff. And I think that sometimes people maybe 
put me in that box of being, oh, you're creative, you're not like practical or strategic. And I'm like, well, I am actually, because like, you know, the work I do in my VA side of the business, I do have to get quite like nitty gritty and quite technical. And I like doing that. Um, but I think you can be both. And I think expressing yourselves creatively is something we lose as adults as well. I think it's really important to, I hate the, I hate the phrase getting in touch with your inner child, but I think like there is a degree of that because when you do things like that and you're kind of doing things with your hands and you're using like a different part of your brain in a different part, in a different way, it does subconsciously get you thinking about things differently and it kind of gets those cogs in your brain turning, you know, which is why we always get our best ideas when like we're in the shower or we're going for a walk or we're at dinner with friends because we're away from like the day to day and we're away from like that kind of practical side. I think that's definitely true for me anyway. And I think a large chunk of the creativity thing, um, I think kind of having time offline like ties into it as well um, mm -hmm. without going too much on a, you know, oh let you know get off our phones more being digital all the time is bad like I think there's a time and a place for it but I think having time offline and having time away from like you know the scrolling and the notifications and stuff I think is really important and I think it it just makes us better business owners it like when we marry the creativity and the practical elements of our business I think that's when like the good stuff starts to happen and where we have all the really amazing ideas and when we can think outside the box and start to challenge like the mad rules that we have for ourselves or the rules that we think our businesses need to like adhere to. So true. And I, what I love about your co-working sessions is that um, like you're not forcing people, but like reminding people that you can schedule in creative time in the same way that you can schedule in your calls because what I find a lot is that we schedule in the business stuff like the I have a call with a client and I need to get this done and here's the deadline but then the stuff that actually benefits us so whether that's like self-care or exercise or getting creative or your hobbies or whatever we postpone that because it's like seen as less important whereas when they've got that co-working session in the calendar it's like a time that they know they're going to show up for themselves and I love that yeah yeah and like and the feedback I've had from people has been like absolutely incredible everyone who comes is always like so open and everyone always brings like a real variety and every time I run a session I'm reminded of like why I do it and what it does for people you know I someone came a few weeks ago and said that they managed to think of a really good name for something they were um for like a service they were offering in their business and they'd been wrestling with it for days and days and days and she came to one of my sessions and was like oh my god I've got it and I've got it just from like just sitting here and reading with you for an hour so yeah I think it's like it's really yeah it's really weirdly powerful there's a magic behind it which like which I can't quite explain how amazing is it to know that you helped facilitate that yeah yeah oh my god 100 percent, and like facilitating things like I love when people bring projects that they work on continuously and I get to see them like progress and like that's really amazing because it's great to hit like a certain number of sales or a certain number of clients and stuff that's all fantastic but how great is it as well to have that time that you schedule for yourself and be like oh I made this scarf or I you know I, I did like this page for my coloring book and this is the physical tangible thing I have to show for it as well.
Yeah, I oh, I just love this for you. Like, it makes me so happy because I know how much of an impact you can have, and to see you having that, just like, like I'm glowing for you. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Yeah, like me too. Me too. I love it. I like it's just so important, and I think it's really important as well that you don't just get so stuck in the business that every accomplishment is related to money and to numbers and to like. I don't know how many likes you got on your Instagram photo because that stuff is just gonna ultimately make you feel like crap sometimes because sometimes the numbers won't be there and I think it's really great to remember that there are achievements outside of the business like you say whether that's knitting a scarf or painting a picture like whatever it is like there are so many other things that you can achieve that don't look like that typical version of success that might make you feel infinitely better than winning that business award yeah yeah absolutely because I definitely got stuck into that um and you know I think when we run our own businesses they do kind of get all consuming sometimes and that was something I definitely felt when I was going through like my stage of burnout I was you know a thought I was having a lot was well who who even am I outside of my business like what like what do I do and what do I like and I'd like completely lost touch with that part of myself again which is like yet another reason why I do this work now is because I think we do like we need that we need that space like not just to like come up with new ideas and things like that but also to be like oh well this is who I am outside of things actually and this is like you know and this is what I like to do and this is what um yeah and this is just like who I am when I'm like not working on my business because you know I think we do we do get a little stuck in it sometimes and I'd like I 100% do it's something I really have to like check in myself a lot sometimes yeah it like becomes your whole identity doesn't it where like if you had to write about yourself you'd be like oh I'm Gemma and I run a business it's like what else is there (laughs) like I'm sure there's other stuff about me um but yeah I've been there where it's like I'm so deep in the business where it's it gets to the point where I'm like, I don't know what I like anymore. I don't know what my favorite food is. I don't know what my hobbies are. Um, so I think it's it's just so important, not just for your, you know, allowing that creative space and for your mindset and everything, but also I do really believe what you said earlier is true about when you focus on those things as well. And when you actually get away from your laptop and do other things, it has a knock-on impact on every area of your life, including business. So if you are wanting to get more sales, get more clients and all those things that, you know, we are all after to an extent, this is it might not look like the direct route but I think it's actually sometimes more powerful to switch off from your laptop and go and do something creative or go and exercise or whatever because that will get you where you're going it just doesn't seem like it in the moment yeah yeah and yeah that's very true for me like you know I had I did morning pages for a while last year and at the time I was writing it and thinking oh my god I hate doing this this is so annoying like I don't think this is work like working or whatever and in The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron, which is like an amazing book, she talks about that a lot and says like, that is something that we do feel a lot when we're expressing ourselves creatively, is that we kind of have that real like resistance and that real, oh, but it's not getting me tangible results like right now. So like, why why would I bother doing it? And um, at the risk of sounding like a kind of, I don't know, like an anti-internet Buddhism, I think like, <laughs> when we're on the internet we do get a lot of like instant gratification um which I think is like good sometimes but also quite damaging for us I think in a lot of ways because we're 
if we don't I do it if I don't finish something straight away or if I'm not good at something straight away I just go well what's the point what's the point of me doing it like this is stupid and I hate it um (laughs) Paris like that's not yeah that's the whole like it's the whole point but yeah that's the whole point of it we are literally the same person my boyfriend's gonna be editing this listening to it and he's gonna be like is that Gemma (laughs) (laughs) love it love it so speaking of resistance what about the person because I know there's going to be some who is listening to this thinking yeah Caitlin that's great but I'm not creative um I'm very glad you asked um because this is something I do like see sometimes um first of all everybody's creative so any kind of notion that you've got that you haven't like thin it off it's not serving you get rid of it and um I think it does tie into that thing I was saying earlier of in society generally I think we're told a lot that we have to be like we have to be creative or we have to be strategic and we can't really be both and if you're creative it means you're kind of like a ditzy artist and you're away with the fairies and you're doing like really you know whimsical things and stuff but it like it doesn't have to look like that um another book about creativity I really love is Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert and love that. I know it's so good and she does talk a lot in that book about creativity being like your birthright and stuff and you know and like how our ancestors are being creative which I do love but I think sometimes that language isn't like the most accessible for some people perhaps um being creative for me is just like having that capacity to make things and having that like individual expression which kind of sounds a bit abstract but it's just like using your brain in a slightly different way and you don't have to be like a typical type of person to like do that you know it creativity doesn't have to be a massive project it doesn't have to be something that you spend a lot of money on um it can be as simple as like you know someone came to my session a few weeks ago and they had their kids coloring book and they were just doing that and you know I always suggest that for the sessions you just bring whatever you have to hand because like it can be something like a lot of us a lot of the people that come actually do like crochet and knitting and stuff but creativity can be like doodling on a piece of paper it can be making a playlist on spotify it can be reading a book it can be like anything so i think if you're thinking oh my goodness i'm not creative i don't know how to tap into this I would say you probably already are doing things that are creative. You're probably just not like thinking that they are like, you know, like cooking an elaborate recipe, like baking a cake or stuff. That's all things that are being creative, but you know, it doesn't always have to be like painting a picture on a canvas and having like a whole studio to yourself. I think I'd love to get away from that and just encourage people to have, have what's on hand and be open to the fact that everything you do in the day is ha- probably has an element of creativity to it. That that would be what I would say in uh, to that person, not in a very concise way, but yeah. <laughs> the concise version is you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically. <yes. laughs> but no, I completely agree. I think we have this idea, don't we, that creativity means, I don't know, being an artist or um like you say like some big crochet project or something but it can be like you say cooking a meal with random stuff from the cupboard like that's getting creative or when you're I don't know like playing role play with your kids like you're being creative or when you're writing your content for your business you're being creative then like there are so many things that 
are creative. It's probably just that you're, what you're imagining to be creative is not what you're doing. But I would argue that like anything can be creative and it is kind of what you make it. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I always, because um, I do sometimes get people say, oh, what activity can I do during your sessions? And I'm always like, well, whatever you want, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and say, you know, you have to do this or you have to do that because yeah, I, like you said, it's, you can find it in the smaller things. Like you can find it in like anything you do, you know, it's, it's like, I don't know, color coding your books. It's, you know, if you've got a bunch of flowers, like giving them a bit of a rearrange, like doing things in your space and yeah and stuff in your business I'm sure there are people doing stuff in their businesses that they don't see as creative because they're like oh well, it's just a thing I do in my business but you're right writing content and stuff that always that always tests me creatively um so yeah I think it's uh I think it's being being open to it and not subscribing to that thing of you know you've got to be like some kind of like I don't know flamboyant painter in order to be a creative yeah I feel like the theme of this whole podcast and conversation is like everything you've been told put that in the bin (laughs) (laughs) everything you've been told ever in your life is a lie (laughs) (laughs) and just do what feels good (laughs) yes exactly yeah amen there we go we can finish that's all done (laughs) the perfect end to the podcast um but what's next tell me what's next for Caitlin Caitlin the creative um, what's next for me? Well, I'm running my first challenge in a few weeks, which I'm really excited about. And it's going to be um, five days of encouraging people to practice creative self-care, uh, which I cannot wait. I'm really excited. I've been, it's been in my head for such a long time. And to actually kind of like unleash it on the world is, is quite nerve wracking, but it's very exciting. And once that challenge is all wrapped up, I'll be launching my membership, Creative Pauses, and that will be a chance for people to come in and join in with the creativity co-working sessions but also I'll be hosting things like monthly play sessions um like coffee dates with fellow members of the community and things like that so it's going to be like just a really nice place for people to come if they're feeling a bit overwhelmed if their business is all-consuming uh for people to just come and chill out and relax get to know other people and uh, yeah tap into that creativity and use that as a form of self-care I'm so excited about all of this and um, if you send me the link I'll put the link to your challenge in the show notes so people can come over and and take part because if you've been listening to this thinking I just don't know how to get more creative or I don't know how to bring that into my life like that literally answers that question doesn't it go along to the challenge that you're doing yeah 100% 100% and it'll be I don't want it to be like just any other challenge so obviously I will be doing the you know like the chatting through the what it is and like why I think it's important and stuff but also I really want everyone to join in and like do stuff that's kind of the whole point of it really so um but obviously in a way that's like practical and doesn't take up too much time so yeah definitely definitely if this sounds like a bit of you then yeah I would love to have you come along it sounds amazing well thank you so much for joining I knew this was going to be such a good chat like I'm just so grateful for you you always bring such like joy and energy every time we chat so I knew that it was just going to be such a good conversation so thank you for being here oh my goodness no worries thank you for having me Gemma I always love speaking to you I always feel like I like you bring really good stuff out of people and uh yeah I don't think I'd even be here doing all this if it wasn't for you so I'm grateful for you oh stop it you'll have me crying (laughs) 